Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Eat Free Your Wild podcast. I am your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. It is two, oh, it's Wednesday. Somehow I can never remember a Tuesday, but today is in fact Wednesday the 15th and I am so excited to be back this week. You think I would remember that I told you guys this morning that the episode was going to be a day late and I still have Tuesday on my mind. Um, today though, I'm really excited because I um, was really inspired to kind of bring about um, and share with you kind of what my daily routines look like. So Clearly, these are fairly new established routines because had they been in place months ago, I would have never gone on as long of a hiatus as I did. Um, I would have been able to balance a little bit better, but we are back and I am so excited to be chatting with you again tonight. Um, if you have a chance, if you haven't already, last week's episode was all about doing less to attract more. And holy crap, did last week's affirmation and just overall mindset shift really put me in such a powerful position um, to really analyze and look at what some of my routines are, things that I like, things that I enjoy. Um, and I felt like now was a really good time as I am working towards really reintegrating a lot of these, um, things I'm going to share with you today into my life, how just easier my day to day has been. Um, so keep that in mind as you're listening through, these are all things that, I find is kind of like my baseline that when I get back to these particular things in my day-to-day life, uh, things just kind of seem to, to work a little bit better. Everything's a little more symbiotic, um, symbiotic, you know what I mean? Um, so I wanted to take some time to really share with you with how I supercharge my days. Um, there are, it's kind of broken down into five general ways. Um, and I'll go through and just kind of share with you what those mean to me. And then also give you an example of what my baseline daily routine looks like. Um, and in writing this, I found that I could do this for my days, my weeks and my months. So, um, and then just kind of how they fit into my overall year. So I'm sure there will be future episodes and by sure, I mean, I've already kind of planned them out. <laughs> Um, where I go through and really break down what I do in a month or a week just to kind of keep things going. Um, for anybody who is new or does not know me at all, um, I am a tried and true Libra, so I love finding balance in my life, um, whether that's by the month, week, day, hour, or minute. Um, if I can find a way back to homeostasis or balance, I am always searching for it. Um, so today's episode is about the five ways that I supercharge my day. Um, these are things that I have done in the past two weeks since kind of going through a mini mental breakdown and realizing that what I was doing prior to that was not working. When I really assessed what triggered that kind of negative headspace, um, these were things that... Um, I knew I enjoyed and wanted to get back to because when I did them, I felt better. Um, my attitude was better. My mindset was better. And I just feel that they're very simple ways to supercharge a day. And I really wanted to share them with you. 
Um, I did want to quickly dive into our weekly affirmation. If you guys didn't see it on my Instagram or the shop's Instagram yeah, uh, yesterday, Monday. Let's pretend like I know what the days are, but Monday. <laughs> so this week's affirmation was the more I attune my energy with appreciation, the more the universe will deliver. Um, I have a short story to share with you today that falls directly in line with how I supercharge my days and really how this uh, affirmation for the week really came into full light um, last night. So without further ado, we will jump right on into it. So five ways that I supercharge my day. Um, these are just five things that I find myself constantly doing. Um, and I think that they make a really big difference. Um, just kind of in the headspace that you're presenting in, how to move through a day, kind of help with overwhelm. So if that's something you're super interested in, please stay tuned, listen all the way through. I'm so excited to share. Um, so five ways I supercharge my day, really simple. First, have a kick-ass playlist. Second, find some type of movement in your day. Third, create baseline daily routines. Fourth, practice daily gratitude. And five, which is the one that I have learned to really embrace the most and I cannot live without now. Um, five, I remove the rush. So I find moments in my day where I can pause and reset. Um, so those are, those are just five simple ways. Um, I'm going to walk you through kind of how I integrate those into my daily life. Um, but just five ways that you can find joy or happiness or a way through if you're having a rough day, or even if you're having a great day and you want to carry that energy throughout the entire day. Um, you want to carry your energy of abundance and high vibration and manifestation with you all day. These are the ways that I do it. Um, so first and foremost, and I didn't, didn't really plan on it being my first kind of way, but it's, it rings very true having a kick-ass playlist. So we all have Spotify, we all have, uh, Pandora, we all have CDs or whatever. We all have a genre of music we love. I love good music. Good music can fill my mood if I'm really depressed, in which case it is totally encompassing of who I am, but good mood can also drive my day. So every morning I pick out from all of the songs that I've liked on my Spotify, I queue up like 10 to 15 songs that I really feel like listening to that day before I throw my Jeep into drive and get going. Um, so whether you have a specific genre you always listen to or a band you're really vibing on um, or just like an energy you want to feel for the day, um, you can either create like a queued up playlist. You can create a playlist you can use that's called like Daily Drive. Um, Spotify and Pandora, I know, like to customize their playlists playlists. So with Spotify, like if you want to just like a happy vibes, they have a playlist for that. If you wanted meditation on your drive, you could do that. If you wanted rock and roll or rap or pop music or dance music, whatever it is that you're feeling that morning, that day, put it on as you get ready to start the day. 
if you're working from home, don't think this doesn't apply to you. Just put it on when you're getting ready for the day. So maybe you're not driving to work, but put it on like when you get ready for work or put it on as you're making your coffee. Something that's going to wake you up more than just a caffeine jolt or your eyes being open. Something that's going to wake up your soul a little bit. So always having a kick-ass playlist, phenomenal way to start the day. Second way I supercharge my day is movement. Um, yes, I am super big on a very healthy and fit life. So movement's a big component in my day. Most days, give or take a handful, I am working out first thing in the morning and then running through the rest of my day. I am the world's largest advocate for a good endorphin boost. And I think some type of committed exercise or a walk or even a dance party is um, the best way to get your blood flowing, to really wake up your brain, to have some fun. Um, I personally prefer exercising first thing in the morning because it gives me energy throughout the day and then primes me by like eight or nine o'clock to get ready for bed. Um, you don't have to, Not this is not a promotion for like the ultra fit life. Uh, take a walk or walk on your breaks. Even if you're just like playing games on your phone, walk around a parking lot. I used to do that all the time in my old job. Um, go, you know, sign up for a spin class. That's what I do every morning. I go to Cycle Bar. Um, I go to Fuel Cycle in Monterey if I'm visiting my sister. And uh, just do something that makes you feel a little more alive, that allows you to connect and like recognize and honor your body. So if that's a walk, if that's dancing, if that's rock climbing, if that's playing a sport or hopping on an indoor bike and cycling and sweating it out, whatever feels good for your body to wake it up and make it feel alive and allow that mind, body, soul connection, do it, do something like that every single day. Um, even if you're not like, you don't have to try and be in a mindset of like being super healthy or super fit or trying to lose weight or trying to get, you don't have to do any of that. That is extra. That is on top of, um, you know, basic movement, but just something that, that makes you feel a little alive, that takes your breath away a little, um, that allows you to remember that you are a fully functioning human being outside of anything else going on in your life. And it is a goddamn miracle that you are here and you are thriving. And yes, thriving means your eyeballs open to the morning and they closed at night and they did it again the next day. So honor that just um, by moving, honor the breath in your lungs and, you know, the way your heart skips a beat when you see somebody, honor all of that with some type of movement through the day. Third thing that really supercharges my day that I always struggle with, but um, I've kind of developed a way it, to, to fight through that struggle, baseline routines. So um, once I go through this list, I will share with you what my baseline routine is. But the reason I call it a baseline routine is because it's something that's easy, that allows you to kind of like, it's a daily to-do list for yourself for nothing else other than, you know, what brings you joy and happiness and healthiness and makes you feel good. So baseline routines for, can be a daily coffee run in the favorite coffee shop or a good morning and evening skincare routine, a solid bedtime, practicing gratitude, all of these different pieces to a daily routine. And it needs to be something that's easy something that you enjoy doing. No part of your baseline routine should suck. Let me tell you, no part 
I repeat that. No part of your baseline daily routine, of your baseline any routine, should suck. Um, I'll get into baseline routines more when I kind of go over how I super supercharge my weeks and my months because um, I have a lot more kind of in those areas. But your baseline routine is just something you can always return to. So you want it to be fun. You want it to be easy. You want it to be something that kind of becomes a no-brainer. Um, and something that if you if you mess up, it's not the end of the world. Maybe your day's a little bit suckier that day. Or maybe you don't feel as great. But it's not going to derail everything. It is your baseline. Your home base um, for routines so that when you need to, to reassess and realign, this is the routine you go to. Um, we'll go over what mine is in a little bit, but that's kind of the overall gist, just someplace that feels like home in your day-to-day -day life. One thing I have exponentially gotten better about, uh, so fourth thing, uh, that I do to supercharge my day, um, is I practice daily gratitude, which for as much as I thank everybody, which by the way, I forgot to thank you all for listening today. So thank you. Um, as much as I'm always grateful for all of these big things like listenership and people shopping in the FYW store and people listening to the podcast and engaging, um, I sucked at daily gratitude because I would inevitably hit a day where I was like, oh, I have nothing to be thankful for. Um, but there are so many things um, that we don't even think that we could be grateful for. Um, and they're big or they're little, um, but they're there. And so really learning how to flex my daily gratitude muscle has been a big part of my new daily routine. Um, and a lot of the reasons why I always really strive for those weekly affirmations, because they give you kind of a jumping off point. Maybe, maybe, um, you don't really have an idea for what you could be grateful for. Um, but with, with some type of weekly affirmation, it gives you, it's kind of like meat on the bone. It gives you something to chew on, gives you something to think about when your brain starts spiraling. Mine does that often when I start hitting a low point or something inconvenient happens, or I had a bad day. Uh, my mind tends to spiral to the worst possible things and having something like an affirmation or a point of trying to find gratitude in a day really allows my brain to go, okay, well, like if this is what I'm affirming, if this is what I'm aiming for, for this week, well, like what can I be thankful that pushes me towards that? Um, absolutely amazing example I'm going to share with you was this week's uh, weekly affirmation. So I said it at the beginning of the episode, just to repeat it, this week's affirmation was the more I attune my energy with appreciation, the more the universe will deliver. And I um, got hung up on the word appreciation on Monday, because sometimes I feel like we, we don't quite understand that appreciation and gratitude, while they're not the same thing, they walk hand in hand. Um, you can appreciate something and not necessarily be thankful for it. You can be thankful for something and not necessarily appreciate it, but they, they're, they're intertwined a little bit. So last night, um, I had an experience where I took myself out on a date, which is very new for me. I am freshly single. I've been single for, uh, I think almost six months, maybe seven months now. And going out by myself is just weird. Um, 
I did it once at a restaurant and I was very comfortable doing it there. I made friends with people, but going out just like, because I feel like it anywhere is very strange to me. And, um, learning to flex that muscle of being comfortable being out on my own. Like I talk a lot about being a very strong human being, independent human being. I don't need nobody human being. Um, you know, somebody who knows herself, who's confident in herself. And the hardest thing for me was just going out in public by myself. It sounds kind of weird when I, when I start talking about it out loud, but I feel like that's a, that's an insecurity that, that almost anybody can relate to. And so last night I went out to dinner, treated myself to dinner. I cheated a little bit because I went to a restaurant where one of my friends worked. Um, and shout out to Chris, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast and all of the servers at Fleming Steakhouse in Fresno, you guys are amazing. Um, but I was there during dinner and ran into some longtime family friends of mine. And I thought it was a quick moment. You know, we, she had, um, kind of come over because she had heard what I had ordered to drink, said she had ordered the same thing. We kind of caught up. We had a moment and, um, I kind of, I'm not going to lie. I didn't really appreciate it. I kind of brushed it off and thought it was a wonderful interaction, but you know, was already there like in my feels in my head, wondering what the hell I'm doing by myself. And, um, you know, she and her husband then said goodbye before they left. And I carried on the rest of my evening. I enjoyed the rest of the evening, finished my dinner. And when it came time to pay, found out that these longtime family friends of mine had so unexpectedly and, you know, not at all, you know, my intention had paid for, for part of my dinner and paid for my dinner. And I, was lost in such a moment of gratitude, I instantly realized that I did not appreciate that connection in the moment. And I shared the story, you know, on my personal socials, I shared it with my parents, I shared it with some family friends. And I just, it, it really hit me that like, yes, my energy was attuned with gratitude. And I, and I'm always thankful, you know, especially when something that unexpected and, you know, so, you know, not asked for, you know, you have to take those moments to both appreciate it as well. Um, and I instantly thought of that weekly affirmation and I've really carried this energy of gratitude, but most importantly, appreciation for it, um, for them and their kindness. And, um, you know, I was completely blown away and quite frankly left really speechless until I found my words and started talking about it. <laughs> um, so moments like that and uh, practicing daily gratitude allows you to recognize moments like that. Um, so even if it's not something big and grandiose that you're grateful for, maybe it's something you appreciate. Maybe if there's nothing you can say, oh my God, I'm so thankful for this. Maybe you take the moment to be like, I really appreciate X, Y, Z thing that's done because that's gratitude. That's acknowledging that something has happened that, you, the, that part of you is really glad it did. And, and so really learning to flex that muscle has made me far more aware of when I'm in those positions and far more able to recognize it. Last thing um, that I do to supercharge my days, it's the biggest one for me lately, is I have learned to remove the rush. Um, so I learned to find moments in my crazy, busy, hectic day 
to just fucking stop. To realize that if I don't stop, things are going to go crazy. Um, and in weird ways, I have built that kind of into my daily routines. Um, again, removing the rush is kind of something that flows through routines overall for my week and my month and my life. So I will definitely be talking about this again in future episodes. Um, but the ways I remove my rush is that I have a morning coffee stop that I do every morning at this cute little coffee shop right around the corner from my house. Um, and it's a moment where I can take a breath. So if maybe I was running a little late so I could make sure I have this coffee time for the coffee, the small drive I make to the coffee shop is my time to catch my breath and go, okay, we're slowing down. It'll be fine. We'll still be on time. The world is not ending. And I make my drive and I go to work. And then the first thing I do at work is I stop and I take a breath and I set up my day. And that's my moment to go, okay, what thoughts from last night to right now do I need to get on paper so I don't forget? So I know that I'm doing them. And then the biggest thing is in str a stressful environment or a chaotic environment, if I'm getting a lot of information, because a lot of times my work is very time sensitive, there's things that happen on the fly, there are things that happen on a schedule. If a lot of things are coming at once, I take in all of the notes I need for that. I write up my tasks and then I take a breath. And that was one thing I absolutely learned from last week was really learning to take that breath to say that if I stop, nothing else will stop. I can still, I can still move through that list. I'm not stopping for five hours. I'm stopping for five minutes, not even five minutes. And I'm reassessing and I'm going, let's take a breath and go, what are the important things that need to get done? What are the things that can move to the bottom of the list that maybe move to the top of tomorrow's that I know I can get done first thing in the morning the next day? What are those moments in life where you can just take a breath and realize this is where I stop? Um, and, and it has been game changing for me ever since. Um, so yeah, removing the rush, practicing daily gratitude, finding and establishing those baseline routines that will keep your day in line, finding joy in some type of movement, losing your breath a little and finding it, and then just having a kick-ass playlist to get you through that day. So before I leave you in tonight's episode, I just want to quickly run through what my baseline daily routine looks like in hopes that if you need ideas for something you can do, um, that this kind of inspires you, but you can see what I do on the daily. So on any given day, whether I'm going to my office job or if it's a day where I'm working on the Free Your Wild brand or the shop or the podcast, this is pretty much what I strive to have my day look like every day. I love to start the day with a good workout. Um, from there, getting ready. So shower, my morning skincare routine, getting dressed. Part of my weekly baseline routine is planning out my outfits. So we'll get to that in the next episode, but getting dressed, hitting my local coffee shop. So if I'm not leaving the house, then walking over there and getting it and then walking back. Um, my drive to work with my kick-ass playlist and it gives me a, a moment that drive to really reassess my mindset and get in a good headspace for the day. Um, once work is done, getting home and getting out of those work clothes, getting comfortable as hell and reminding myself that work is over and now it's time for me and what I need to do. So whether that's studying for a licensing program I'm going through, planning stuff out for the brand, or just like kicking back and watching anime, which is what I did for most of today. Yes, I'm that nerd. 
it, yeah. Um, but, um, which kind of goes hand in hand with my next one, which is just reading something. So a good fiction or personal development book or watching a favorite TV show, <clears throat> anime, um, getting ready for bed. So I establish good nighttime routines where I now have a bedtime and all of my friends call me an old lady, but I try for the most part to get to bed around the same time, but getting ready for bed looks like an evening skincare routine, brushing my hair. Um, if I'm not already in comfy pajamas, putting on my comfy pajamas, um, I then take that moment when I'm fully relaxed to practice nightly gratitude, whether I write it down or I think about it. Um, just having that moment of recognition and just sharing that energy with the universe um, and accepting that energy from the universe and really having that moment for, for gratitude and self-reflection. And then, you know, heading to bed, wrapping up with some sleeps. Um, so that's pretty much my, my baseline daily routine. That's what it looks like for me. Um, obviously these are very individualized. Your baseline daily routine will absolutely probably not look like mine. Um, and again, the baseline routine is just to give you something to come home to. So there are days where I don't hit every part of this list. There are days where I just want to be lazy. Like I have a do nothing day planned on Saturday where who knows if any of those things will happen. Um, but, or if you go on vacation or if you have family in town or a party, this, this isn't meant to be something that you must stick to every day. This is just home. This is your, okay, life has been crazy. And now I'm back in routine. Having, um, having this baseline daily routine really helps because this past weekend, my niece turned one years old. And let me tell you, that was a five day party that I was love her dearly, but was so happy it was over on Sunday. And Sunday I took a day to rest because I knew on Monday I wanted to get back into this routine and get back into the groove of things. And that's just what this is here for. Um, so biggest takeaway would be establishing your version of the baseline routine and then just running with it and seeing what works and seeing what doesn't and um, adapting it and growing from there. So yeah, so I really hope now that I have sped talked my way through about a half an hour's worth of your time, really hope that you have some take, like you take away something from this episode that something really touched you. Maybe you can incorporate one of these five ways into your life and see how they work. Or maybe you establish a daily baseline routine. Um, but I, I hope you enjoyed the content for today. This for me was revolutionary and I'm in the early stages of it. So who knows in two months, this may look completely different, but for right now, um, this is how I maintain a healthy mindset. This is how I maintain the bullshit days, the great days, the days in between, um, were these five ways. So have a kick-ass playlist, get some movement in your day, establish those baseline routines, practice some daily gratitude, and then just remember to remove the rush. So often we get caught up in having to do all of the things we forget that we are allowed the time to just stop and pause. And so building in, you know, time blocks where you can breathe a little bit, always helpful. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. I had so much fun coming up with these five ways for supercharging a day. So much fun. I decided that I was probably going to make two or three more episodes on how I supercharge my week, my month, and my life. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to give us a like or subscribe. We are available pretty much everywhere you will listen to podcasts. Tomorrow, I will be putting up the podcast and the blog for today's episode up on the Free Your Wild official website. So if that is where you listen to me, it will be readily available for you tomorrow. Um, And if you're so inclined, feel free to share with me what daily baseline routines you have or ways that you supercharge your day. I would love to hear what you do. Maybe you could inspire me to add a few things to my routines. Um, I would love to hear from you either way. And if you really enjoy my crazy ass every week on Tuesday or Monday or Wednesday or whatever day I remember to do this on, make sure that you are subscribed, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google, wherever you listen, and send that link to a friend, share with them if you think they would love it too. I love me, my my OG listeners, but would love to make some new friends as well. And don't forget to shop over at the Free Your Wild shop at freeyourwildofficial.com. Links to all of the 5,000 things I just said in the last minute will be in the show notes for you for easy access. Thank you so much for joining me again for another episode of the Free Your Wild podcast. I'm Mackenzie Elizabeth. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and I hope that you have a supercharged evening, week, day. Somehow, I'll find a way to end these. Have a great one, guys. Good night.